Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Steve. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. What a blessing this has been. Just an unforeseen blessing, man. You, you, you know, you never know. Can I tell you the truth? You know, when I first got into radio, a lot of my uh, friends and associates, uh, they started spreading the rumor that, you know, Steve Dunn, he out. You know, he, he ain't on TV. He, you know, he ain't trying to do movies out here. He done fell off. He a DJ. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, word get back because eventually somebody going to say, yeah, so-and-so said you wasn't doing good. You all right? You know, I've never felt like I wasn't all right. But that's that's other people. But what they didn't know and what I didn't really, really know, I was hoping. I felt comfortable about it. But what they did not know was God's plan for me. What they did not know that what God was going to do for me. What they didn't know was how God was going to show out for me. And so it's turned into this. 
I don't I don't rub it in anybody's face. I don't say, hey, you see me now. But it just makes me understand a little bit more. It really ain't man, it's God. It's you and God. It's, it's just you and God. So here's the deal today. I want I, I wanted to kind of go over something. People ask me all the time, they say, Steve, how do you do all the things you do in the course of a day? You do this, you do this, you do this, and you do this. Okay, are you ready? Here's the secret. Here's the secret. This is this I'm not this is not fooling around or nothing. Here is the thing. I care about every minute of the day. I actually allocate every minute of the day. I have a plan that I I'm, I recognize the night before, the week before, the month before, the year before, the two year before. I got something I want to accomplish in three years, in five years, in 10 years. I talk about it all the time. But I, but when you break it down, like I always say, inch by inch, anything's a cinch. I got it broken down to what's going to happen tomorrow. And I've even got it broken down to what's going to happen every hour that I'm awake. And then I break that even down a little bit further. I care about every minute of the day. Okay, Steve, how can you care about every minute of the day? Okay, here's the deal. Some people have it locked in their mind that I'm going to get up, I'm going to go to work, and when I get off work, soon as I get off work, I'm going to go to happy hour, I'm going to stop by the bar, I'm going to go by the club, I'm going to go get a beer, I'm going to do one, I'm going to chill. Okay, now let me ask you something. If you are not where you want to be in life, Why are you chilling all the time, every day? Is that necessary? Is is, is that going to get you where you want to be any faster or does it move you any closer? And the answer is just flat out no. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Let's say you have a trip that you're going to take. Let's say you're in New York and you want to go to California. I don't know exactly how many miles that is, two, 3,000 miles, something like that. Uh, I don't know how many days that actually take you, but I think three days, four tops of steady driving, you know, rest, you know, where you got to. But you can be there in three days if you drive. Why would you have a goal to go to New York from New York to L.A., realizing how many miles it is? Somebody done told you. Because, see, whatever you're trying to be, somebody done been that before you. Now, if somebody told you how many miles it was to there, and why would you get off on all the rest stops? Why would you get off to have ice cream every time you see the ice cream? Why would you get off at the food center every time you saw food center? Why would you get off for gas every time you saw the gas sign? You don't need gas every time you see the gas sign. You ain't got to have an ice cream sign just because they put it out there. And you ain't got to stop at the fast food restaurant just because it's at the next exit. Two exits down and the billboard is attractive to you. If you're going somewhere, why don't you go ahead and get there? 
See, too many times, man, people want to stop at the rest area, enjoy the sights, look at the scenery. Now, I'm not saying you're not supposed to enjoy life as you go along, but if you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? See, you, you, you cannot, you cannot keep playing all the time and expect to see the results. You've got to get committed to what you want. Look, man, this life will be whatever you want to make it to be. You know, if you don't have nothing, you look around and you ain't got nothing. Hey, hey, man, it really ain't nobody's fault now. But if you're not where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? Stop resting all the time. You don't need to chill every day. Be about your business, man. Have a sense of urgency about yourself, your future, your legacy, your children, the people that's responsible, for that, the, uh, you know, the people you're responsible for. You've got to develop a sense of urgency here. You just cannot, I repeat, you cannot just lollygag your way through life and then look up, now you 40, 50, 60, and you ain't got nothing. And you're sitting up here going, wow, man. But look back at your life and all the years you toasted I mean, you cook some years doing nothing. Oh, man, how many times, man, have we done this to ourselves? Because I did it to me. We spent all of my, I spent all of my 30s making up for my 20s. I spent all, (laughs) I spent (laughs) 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. I spent all 10 of them years making up for my 20s. Dropping out of college. Well, not dropping out. Flunking out of college. The failed uh, carpet cleaning business. The insurance failures. The the restaurant. The, the, the carpet cleaning company. The, the, the stint at Ford. The stint at Lincoln Electric, General Electric. Oh, man, I was just beating myself up. Got to go to the club, Quarter Century Club to open up down there on Cedar. Vail's Party Center was open. I had to be at all of them. I had to be at Spats. Had to be at Spats, man. I'm out here gambling, man, out of Thistledown Racetrack. I'm just out here just hopping and hustling, man, just blowing my 20s. I spent all my 30s making up for that. Man, if I only knew then what I know now, how many times you done said that? If you ain't where you, if you, if you're not where you trying to get to, why don't you go on and get there? Stop stopping at all the rest areas. Stop stopping at all the gas stations. Don't no car burn that much gas where every time you see a gas station, you got to pull in. Come on, man. Put your head down. Bow your head and grind. Now people say, well, what about sleep? Okay, let's 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 quickly cover this right here. For people who care very deeply about sleep, you're not going to be successful. Sleep cannot mean more than being awake. When you sleep, man, well, what about your rest? Get your rest. I'm not saying you're not supposed to rest, but you ain't got to sleep eight hours a day. You ain't got to sleep 10 hours a day. You ain't got to be in bed at 10 and up at 8. You ain't got to do that, man. Your body don't need 10 hours sleep. Your body really don't need 8 hours sleep. Quiet as it's kept. Let me let me tell you the truth. If you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? You ain't going to get that sleep. I don't care what people tell you. Look, man, okay, you can talk to a bunch of non-successful people if you want to. They got a whole lot of rules for you. 
that don't make no sense. You know, got to have a plan B. Who told you that? You know, certainly you got to have eight to 10 hours sleep. Okay, look at what they have. Now listen to them. If they have what you want to have, listen to them. If your boss is in the car that you want, follow your boss home one day. If he's in the car you've always dreamed of being in, if he pulls up at the house you've always dreamed of owning, then that's where you need to be. But guess what? He not going to hire you over him. He not going to let you have his job. So when you think that position available? But if that ain't the car you always dreamed of having, and that ain't the car, and that, excuse me, and that ain't the house you want to pull up in for the rest of your life, you got to move on, man. You got to get to where you're going. If you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? Stop resting and chilling, man, and con- concentrate on grinding. Quit caring about sleep so much. And just get yourself some rest and then get back up and get at it. That's how you get it, folks. If you got another way, please email me. SteveHarvey.com. The email bag is open. I'm, I'm always interested in here. Another way where I could slow it down. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Eighteen minutes after the hour, welcome to the ride, y'all. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. I have an announcement. The show is back. The show is back. What do you mean? And coming up short. No, we're going back on track. What we used to do. Oh. I ain't taking no more phone calls. I don't care how you feel about me no more. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, make the necessary adjustments, cause I have. God has blessed me. I'm moving forward. I'm going on. Everybody that loved me, thank you. Everybody prayed for me. Thank me. Everybody understand. Thank you. Everybody that supports my family, speaks up on my behalf. Thank you. I, I have learned something. Hate is loud, but love is stronger. That's all I've come. I have learned that lesson well. And right. so thank you for the love. Well, let's move on. Then. I like it. Thank I'm, you. Yeah, done. let's go. What's let's up? Have How some y'all fun? feeling today? Oh, good. <laughs> I'm finna just do ignorant today. It's the first of February, right? Very short month. And uh, next week, we're going to be launching the new show. Oh, okay. All new show. Black History Month, Steve. It used to be a week. Now it's a month. Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, it's a month. We're going to be people, doing... A young uh, people didn't know that. They were like, what? That it used to be a week. We only had a week to celebrate Black History. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carter G. Wilson. So in light of uh, Black History Month, we're going to be doing... Uh, because there's so much on TV to get, you know, we'll, we'll do some serious stuff too, but we're going to be doing little known uh, black history facts okay. on our show, stuff that you did not know. Oh, yeah, we're getting mm-hmm. back to the real show now then. Thank we you, do baby. that. Back in the saddle. Yeah. Get ready to shake your head and yeah. holler at the same time. <laughs> like, like back in the saddle of things. Yeah. That's what we do. Yes. Keep it stupid. My biggest oh my black goodness. history fact of all was hidden figures. That was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. About Not those. hidden anymore. Yes. yes that you got was, me on that one. Really? I was so upset. I'm sure there's some more out there we don't know about, though. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great movie, though. Yep. We're going to drop y'all a jewel this morning on mm-hmm. That's right. know, little known black history facts y'all don't know nothing about. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, I One always day. like uh, look forward to to hearing those. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. You do, Shirley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just as silly as they are. It's the highlight of my morning <laughs> in the month of February. Bring it, huh? I'm myself going, really? <laughs> You're kidding. I didn't so know you that. <laughs> Steve, you're not jet lag. You're getting your groove back. You're back from the Philippines. No, nah, I don't really do jet lag. I don't really do that. Mm. You sound I lighter, don't... though. You do. No, nah, I mean, you know, I just don't adhere to jet lag. I don't have time for that. Well, people no, are probably just don't have that problem. I remember uh, a while ago you said when you go to <laughs> to a different country and their time zone is different, you just make the necessary adjustments and keep it moving. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. It's, it's daytime now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But you lost oh. a day. Yeah, I lost a whole day. Yeah. Going. I left Thursday. I just woke up. It was Saturday. Oh, I'll be damned. What happened to my Friday? I had a short weekend. <laughs> I had a short weekend. Mm-hmm. Then, well, you know, like I said, you know, we actually taped uh, Miss Universe Monday morning in the Philippines. Uh-huh. It was Monday morning at 8 o'clock. The girls had to be there at 3.30 for makeup, hair, all that. But it aired here Sunday Sunday night. night. Yeah, at 7, I think. Yeah, 7 p.m. Right. But we were, like, doing it at 8. That's so crazy. And it was live. It was crazy. Them girls had to be there at 3.30 in the morning. Woo! Miss Curacao, man, I felt so sorry for her. She was walking out. Mm -hmm. And I stopped her. Beautiful girl. Tall. Lord have mercy. Gorgeous. And she was just crying. I said, hold on. I said, what you doing? And she just sobbing, crying. I said, no, no, no. Come back in here. So I took her back in the dressing room where all the girls sit. And I said, oh, she was the last one leaving. She was pulling her luggage. She was struggling. So I got my assistant. I said, hey, man, come here. Carry her bags for her. She was struggling, trying to get it over them humps and just crying. I said, sit down. And she said, she was so hurt. I said, you can't cry because you didn't win. I said, look, you got to look at the upside. I said, you can't cry. She said, I'm not crying because I lost. I'm crying because my country was counting on me. See, last year, Miss Curacao got in the top 10, Uh and they thought Uh this girl right here could win it for them. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. wanted her to win it for the country so bad, and she said, I've let so many people down. Oh, what a heavy. And she was just crying. I got got some tissues, and I sat with her. I said, Mm -hmm. listen to me. How old are you? She's 21. I said, I got a daughter, 20 years old. I said, listen to me. You can't take the weight of this country on your shoulders. Right. I said, that's not, It's. I said, you're being judged. It's a subjective judging. Yes. This wasn't a math quiz or who got to, who know the answers fast. This wasn't Jeopardy. Mm-mm. This was just, oh, we pick you, we pick her, we picked her. It's 80, 86 women out here. I said, come on now. So she got to listening to me, and then you know I told her some stuff about losing and all how many times I done lost, and you got to pick it. So she got herself together. She stopped crying. I said, "Don't don't get on that bus. Let these girls see you crying like that." Mm-hmm. It was a lot of girls crying, but you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't. You know, I, I I stopped that one girl. Man, she was just heartbroken. I, I'm really I want to write a letter mm-hmm. to the tourism board of Curacao and let them know how really great of a person this girl was Mm -hmm. because she was so hurt because she wanted something for her small island. Mm -hmm. Man, it was crazy, man. And uh, I just felt really, really badly for her. Why don't you write a letter to the Tourism of uh, Columbia last year? You didn't do that? (laughs) Because they 
because, dog, because they don't give a damn. Man, they'll kill me over there, man. That's one place that the pageant can never go is to Columbia. Well, the pageant sit. can go. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, I could, well, let me go on and just say this for you. I am the pageant. All right. All right, All right, now. Right, now. All right. Well, then you better now, pop your collar. You know, go on and pop a collar, say what it is, what it is, because the ratings ain't never been this high before. <laughs> right. And last night before. was soaring. On Sunday, on Sunday, night. Sunday, Sunday. Night. Sunday Boy, night, yeah, whatever night that was, I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know what the hell today is. What is today? Today Friday. Uh, today's Wednesday, sir. All right. When we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, Steve, something funny uh, coming up next. Will it is the first day of Black History Month, and uh, Steve's little-known Black History oh, yeah. Month fact. Tommy, okay. Tommy, go. All right. All right. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. 34 minutes after the hour, we back. When we come back. This will be our first. Now, these are comedic moments, folks. So we're not taking a shot at Black History Month. So if you're politically correct, this segment ain't for you. These are little <laughs> known it, facts. you tired yeah. of it. Oh, man. <laughs> Miss me with PC, that. Yes. Oh, do we have to do Damn a disclaimer jokes. every time we do something? No, nah, man, I'm tired of this here. But, you know, if I say something about this group of people, you got a problem with that. I say something about that group, you got a problem with that. Man, you know, man, like Dr. Phil told me, he wrote me a letter. He said, man, I'm so sick of people everywhere trying to find a reason to get their feelings hurt. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Dog, Dr. Phil said ain't nothing but a bunch of people trying to find something to get their feelings hurt about it. So, uh, whatever it is, man, we doing these damn jokes when we come back. Little known facts of black history. Man. <laughs> oh, boy. And you're black, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever. That's a fact. All right, here we go. We back. We back. Uh, Tommy, you're going to do our first little-known black history moment. All right, Unc. Here it is. This is, uh, it was at the MLK Park in Memphis. Uh, Eula Jean Wilcox and Bernadine Wilcox, uh, Mm -hmm. supposed to be sisters, but now at the reunion found out that their daddy, Jerome Wilcox, is not Bernadine's daddy. <gasps> but Kevin Bernard Wilcox mm-hmm. is, which is Jerome's mm-hmm. cousin. <laughs> All right, now what the problem is Eulogene Wilcox told Bernadine, I knew you wasn't my damn sister. Uh-huh. Bernadine's feelings was hurt, and this is how uh, Ancestry.com got started. Because <laughs> she was going through this. Boy, that's funny. This is how Ancestry.com that, got yeah. started. Oh, yeah, that's how it was founded so right much. there, though. Mm-hmm. Bernadine was hurt and crushed because mm-hmm. she thought Jerome was her daddy. So Ancestry.com was created by Eulogene and Bernadine Wilcox. <laughs> Another fascinating black history moment. That's amazing, man. We're that's gonna have them all, all month. Time, all month. Yeah, yeah we got them yeah, all, all month long, man. These are little <laughs> and y'all didn't even know where it came. Uh uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. popped up one day. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's here's a second one okay. of the morning. Okay. okay. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, folks. One night after hosting uh, Showtime at the Apollo. Uh-huh. I was out on 125th Street because I wanted to go out there and get this rib sandwich that this dude cooked. Dude. In Harlem, yeah. Yeah, in Harlem. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And these two brothers was outside. Just a fight broke out. Man, I, I'm, I'm talking about these two dudes 
was in here swinging like they was in a Western saloon. Wow. Wow. And it was because, you know, it, it, a cab had came up and the dude said it was his cab. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. the dude said, no, it wasn't his cab. They was just after fighting. And the reason they had to fight so hard, because you know it's hard to get a cab in Harlem at night like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they was just in there swinging their ass off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dudes was going at it so hard, and the lady said, why don't y'all stop fighting? Stop fighting like this. It don't make no sense. Y'all in here. Why don't y'all mm-hmm. share the cab? Uh-huh. And so the two brothers got in the cab. Just stopped fighting and got in the cab. Uh huh. Now the two uh-huh. dudes fighting uh-huh. was Bert Willis uh-huh. and was fighting Herbert Jackson. Uh-huh. Not Herbert. Bert and Herbert. Herbert. And the ass whooping went so hard. Bert beat Herbert so bad. Uh huh. And Herbert's last name started with an H. Mm-hmm. So he had beat him so bad that the H fell off his name. Yeah. And all you had left was Herbert. Uh-huh. And thus, Uber was born. All this. <laughs> <laughs> <Wallace. laughs> so now, wait mm-hmm. a minute. That's why they we say, got uh-huh. Uber. That's why we got Uber. Right now, today. Uh-huh. That's, that's Did you know Uber this, Carla? No. Did you know this, Tommy? No. 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 Know I knew the commercials you? and didn't know it. Yeah. You ain't right. know that. That's where Uber come from. Wow. Because, oh. man, Cause Bert Willis whooped Herbert ass so bad in that cab. Yeah. That the, he beat the hell out of Herbert. And the yeah. H fell off his name, and all we left was Uber, and that's how we got Uber today. That's why y'all driving in Uber, or ass whooping over a cab. You learn so much mm-hmm. on this show. Yes, now, you these, do. these are little known black history moments. Right, right. So we done got Ancestry.com and Uber. Uh-huh. Uh, wait, till thousand, yeah. wait till tomorrow, learn some more about little known black history facts. All right, get jewels, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, coming up next is Run That Prank Back with the Nephew. What you got next? Stupid. I'll tell you what. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, get ready. Coming up at the top, Miss Ann going to be here with today's headline news. But get ready. We're going to run that prank back. Yes, sir. Right. Can I paint your wife? Oh, what? Huh? There's people need their wives painted. Mm. I don't know Watch one. <laughs> Girl. Don't Watch this. Respond. Hello? Hello, I wish to speak with a Mr. please. Hello, sir. Um, my name is Sebastian. I am with the um, Art Institute. And I wanted to give you a call about, um, I have a huge showing coming up where I'm going to be displaying my portfolio and all of my drawings within it. But I have one drawing that I'm looking to display that I have not put on canvas yet. And I'm looking to take something uh, uh, of essence to put on canvas. And I wanted to call you about getting permission. Well, wait, hold on, dog. Just to stop you right now, I I don't do that, all right? I'm not a model. That's not my profession. So... You would not waste your time no more, you know what I'm saying? Just no, go no, ahead and go. Uh, Mr. C***, I don't think you understand that my showing is going to have some very important people there. Okay. I am, like I said before, with 
Art Institute. Okay, yeah, but like I said, dog, I don't do that. That's not me. I mean, dog, I, I hate it. You know, how, what, were you just calling folks up? You a solicitor or something? I mean, y'all just randomly picking out folks and trying to trying to get them to, to model up? Man, I ain't sir, trying to sir, 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 Mr. No, I'm not just randomly calling people. I, I actually have done research in order to get your number. What what I'm doing is I, I'm not calling you as far being a model that I'm going to portray on canvas, but you have something far more greater visually that I would like what? to behold on canvas. Now, you're married to your wife is. Am I oh. correct? Oh, whoa, 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 dog. No, for real. Who is this? Seriously, uh, I mean, because like, I can get my number. How, no, how'd you get my number? Because you're talking about my wife and stuff? Sir, my how do you know my wife? My name is Sebastian. I am with the Art Institute. What I'm trying to do is capture and, and, and immortalize the beauty of essence on canvas. Okay, yo, for real, though? You, you just can't... You, you, you don't talk about my wife, all right? So, uh, uh, sir, I, I, I'm not, I'm not call, calling in a negative manner towards your wife. I want to, I want to immortalize her and, and capture her on canvas. The okay. beauty that she beholds. I've seen your wife several times. You guys reside. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You see my wife? Wait, wait where I, do you I, see I, my wife at? What? Why I, you? Why I, you? Why are you watching my wife? I've seen her. She she shops on 125th Street in Harlem. I've seen her so many times there, and she holds all the beauty that an artist would like to put on canvas. Uh, like I said before, I have a huge showing in May. You're welcome to come out as well. Yeah, There's going to uh, be so many important people there, but I want to, to call and get permission from you about painting your wife. No, you ain't got that permission, Playboy. You just can't, you just can't go around following my wife and, and, and trying to mortalize her, whatever you just said, all right? So, sir, no. I, I, but I, I would like to let you know, I, I have taken the liberty myself. I have painted your wife's head. What? I, Yo, you have lost your damn mind. You can't be just walking around here painting folks' heads. You gotta get permission for that. What's wrong sure, with you? Yo, you are crazy. You don't understand. Your wife holds the essence that every artist wants. To I don't care what she holds. You can't be going around painting folks' heads. What's wrong with you? Sir, that's the reason why I'm calling, trying to get permission from you. I, Sebastian, want to put your wife on canvas because she holds the essence that every artist wants to behold. She mortalized the beauty of canvas. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. You telling me you walking around Harlem painting my wife's head? What kind sir, of is that? What the are you doing, dude? Yo, sir, you, sir, you... I'm only trying to complete my portfolio. No, I no. no. Your portfolio. Here, listen to this. If I see my wife's head anywhere, I don't care, newspaper, magazine, I don't care where, billboard, wherever, yo, I'm going to find your and I'm going to whoop your Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm going to sue the you. You understand that? Sir, I don't want to have a duel with you, sir. A duel? What the is a duel? What the is a duel? What the is a duel? In fact, what name is Sebastian? What kind of name is that Sebastian? Sir. All I want to do is paint your wife in her rawest and purest form. That's what all the f*** does raw and purest form mean? What, what the f*** do you want? Seriously. I want to paint your wife. I I want to paint her in the nude. Are you out your mind? No, 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 no. That's what you should do. Tell me where you at. You want to paint something? I'll give you something to paint. Tell me where you at. 125th. Meet me 125th. That's what's up. I wanna whoop your. Meet me. Meet me. Paint me. Paint me. 
You out your mind talking about you want to paint my wife in the nude. I'm going to take them brushes and stick them up your Mr. She holds the essence that every person should be. I don't give a what she holds. I don't give a You out your mind for asking me some like that. Sir, I must ask you, do you think that you are the only person that has seen your wife in the nude? Surely there's been men before you that have seen her in the nude. that. Who the are you? Hey, my wife ain't no mother. You call my wife a is that what you saying? Are you calling my wife a f- you? I want to paint no. your wife in the beauty that she bought on canvas. What the f- did you not understand? I just said f- you no. I told you meet me on the corner of 125th and claim power. I got one more thing. I just want to say to you. Say it. This is Matthew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Did I make you proud? Proud and... Come on now. Made me you played too much. And we'll tell you hey, that. Tommy, Tommy, that brother right there. Yeah. Not oh, boy. Not <laughs> <having it. laughs> played too much. Too that's much. how you're supposed to do it, man. That's how you're supposed to do it. If you're going to get on somebody's nerves and under their skin, that's how you do it. All right. We, hey, what's the worst lie you ever been told to impress a date? That's our question of the day. What's the worst lie... You ever told to impress a date? 877-29-STEVE. Leave this fool alone. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, uh, Miss Ann is here uh, with today's headline news. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, Steve. Everybody out there, Shirley Collatine Jr. Good morning. This is Antrip with the news. Well, President Trump has announced his pick for Supreme Court justice, and he says he's following through with what he said while he was running for the White House. I promise to select someone who respects our laws and is representative of our Constitution and someone who will interpret them as written. Millions of voters said this was the single most important issue to them when they voted for me for president. Today, I am keeping another promise to the American people by nominating Judge Neil Gorsuch of the United States Supreme Court to be of the United States Supreme Court. Not exactly. Judge Neil Gorsuch Wait. currently sits on the U.S. Court of Appeals. 
He was appointed by George Bush. The Democratic National Committee considers him, quote, a right-wing ideologue. As I said yesterday, Republicans will need eight Democrats to vote with them to put Gorsuch on the high court. So stay tuned. The Democrats are still smarting over how the Republicans treated President Obama's nominee for the mm-hmm. high court back in February. They ignored him, didn't yep. even bring the, the uh, judge so in rude. for questioning. So, yeah, so we, it was stalling and stalling. They said, let's stall and see if we get a Republican president. And, of course, they did get their Christmas wish. Yeah. Get this. Two American bastards. Basketball players, Joseph Jones and J.P. Prince, they're members of a Super League in Iran. Anyway, they're stranded in Dubai where they went with their teammates for like a vacation or something because President Trump signed that executive order barring citizens and refugees of, you know, the seven countries, including Iran, entry to the U.S. What Iran did was say, okay, we're not going to let any Americans in our country. So, I mean, ordinarily ordinarily you would say, well, how many Americans want to go there? However, the two basketball players, because they're Americans, cannot get back into Iran, so they're stranded. Uh, in Dubai for now, and I guess they're going to be spending their own money until they're able to come back. Yeah. Also, those criticizing the refugee ban, CEO of Starbucks, Howard Schultz, in an open letter to employees, Schultz is pledging to hire 10,000 refugees at the mm-hmm. coffee chain stores worldwide, promising to hire and train those who work with the U.S. government as interpreters or support personnel. Some folks are now calling for a boycott of Starbucks because the CEO supports the refugees. I don't know how that's going. Meanwhile, some other companies have issued statements also rebuking Trump's immigration ban. So, guess who's coming to Sunday Night TV? I guess you guys have heard. It's uh, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. That's right. CBS says that the world-renowned broadcaster, producer, actress, cable TV network owner and philanthropist is going to become a special contributor to 60 Minutes. She's going to have a special little segment. And Miss Winfrey's scheduled to make her very first appearance on the legendary show this fall. And finally, everybody, today is National Women and Girls in Sports Day, National Car Insurance Day, and girls, get ready to swing those hips because it's National Hula in the Cooler Day. I hurt my hip. Now back to the Steve Harvey Boarding Show. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Miss Ann. Uh, let's go to the phone, Shirley, who we got. Okay. All right. Let's go to line one, Steve, and talk to um, Dorothy out of Arizona. Dorothy? Yeah. What, am I uh, am I bothering you, Dorothy? Sounds like you're on her nerves, real bad. Yeah, <laughs> Dorothy. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Okay, Dorothy. The question is, what's the worst lie you've ever told somebody you was dating? The worst lie I ever told somebody was I was a supermodel. <laughs> I told somebody you was a supermodel. <laughs> Well, I've, 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 I've never seen a mother before, and he kept talking and talking. Oh, you look at a small mother. I said, oh, I forgot to tell you I was a small mother before. Well, let me ask you something, Miss Dorothy. How tall are you? I'm five feet. Five, six? Yeah, five feet. Five feet. Five feet. <laughs> oh, five feet. <laughs> and let me ask you something. At the time, how much did you weigh, Miss Dorothy? At that time, I weighed 122. 122? Okay. One twenty. A one twenty. One twenty. Okay. Can you understand me when I'm talking? Hell no. I mean, no, ma'am. <laughs> okay, I'm from Africa, so you have to understand. I know. Me too. But you know. I, I know, but I can't understand. Yeah. I work on mine. No, I'm not working huh? on mine. You're not working on yours, Miss Dorothy. I'm trying to work on mine. Oh, oh, she's. Am it's beautiful though. Steve, am I talking to Steve Harvey? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Girl, you better watch yourself. Oh, you God. This is, the, this is the 
Black woman. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. What she I say? Thought, she said, thank oh, you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you thank the first you, Jesus. I talked to Steve Harvey today. Oh, this is the best day I ever had. Come on, yes. supermodel. And this this the best day for me, because I've never talked to a five-foot supermodel before. <laughs> so we all having quite a day. <laughs> well, That's amazing, baby. That's hot right there. Woo-woo. <laughs> Oh, if they could have seen you coming down that runway, if they could have seen you, it would have been something else. You must have been behind that tall girl because we missed you. I think so. It's sure been a pleasure to talk. Hey, what part of Africa are you from? I'm from Liberia. Liberia. I, I, I want to go there sometime. I haven't been you there. You need to. It's a beautiful country. I know. They love me over there. I'm, woo-woo, Africa. I'm, I'm. I'm right up in there. That's that's where I'm gonna have to move to. Yeah, if I go see Trump one more time, that's where I'm gonna have to move to. <laughs> we gotta go. Oh, These black way. ass people over here don't understand a damn thing. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Dorothy. <laughs> now coming up at 18 after the hour, the butterfly Eugene is here uh, with his butterfly blog. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. Coming up uh, next, he's here, butterfly. <laughs> Got the blog or whatever he called it. And uh, I don't know what he's going to talk about. Don't worry about it. Well, this He'll be, be here. His first one in Black History Month. No, he don't need to talk about Black History. <laughs> just leave that to me. At you know? all. But it's yeah, just his he first really one. don't. No, he don't need to talk about it. But, girl, you know he's excited about the Super Bowl. You know, that's his thing right now. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Stevens, Amy, Shirley, Carla. Good morning to everyone in the building. Hello. Hey, butterfly. Butterfly, flutter, flutter. Flutter, flutter. Um, so here's the deal. The blog today is if you're going to the Super Bowl, which I am, you know, I'm a Patriots fan, mm-hmm. then your boss should let you out for the rest of the week. Carla, you That's going? the deal. <laughs> I am going. Carla's going, and I'm going as well. So we should be off the rest of the week. Today is Wednesday. We shouldn't be working Thursday or Friday. And really, to really do it the right way, we should be off on Monday as well. Because we have to recuperate after, you know, all the festivities. So, to my boss, who stands ask here. Ask for me. Ask for me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. I'm going to ask for Okay. To be, my... Wait. Be nice. When you want something... From your boss, you have to come. Yeah, lose the attitude nicely. Watch your tone. Rabble. Yeah, watch your tone. Uh, okay. And don't roll your eyes. Okay. Go. I'm not rolling them. Okay, go. Okay. Stand up straight. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna arch my back. Okay. Um, Steve Harvey, how great yeah. thou art! Oh, illustrious, splendiferous man of valor, uh, courage. Um, greatest entertainer of all times. Eh, I stand here before you on behalf of myself Mm -hmm. and Carla Farrell, um, asking to be off on Thursday, Friday, and Monday so that we can attend the famous, um, Super Bowl game, um, or big game or whatever they call it. Um, it's going to be going on in Houston, Texas. So we ask you, oh, humble great. Oh. Are you asking say, just for yourself? I'm asking for Carla Farrell as well. But if well, you Carla don't could ask her, me for herself, but I'm talking uh-oh. about you. Okay, okay. Well, don't don't mess this up for me. I'll talk to my <laughs> boss for my own time. Go ahead. This is just right. for you. Go. Oh, great one thou art. <laughs> uh, listen to me. He's not the Wizard of Oz. 
Uh, you you can have the days off. Thank you. Wow. Oh my god. That's really nice. Oh my god. Steve, oh, I know. You problem. know. Oh, you can I'm gonna make you off. a shirt just for that. I'm well, gonna make you, you a might, shirt. You might not have the money to make me a shirt because you, you take mean? it off, you're gonna be without pay. You can dock his oh. pay. No, no, no. Dock his pay. He ain't coming to work. I know. Hell to the now. Wait a minute. Um. Hell no. Well, if you don't come to work, you can't want to get paid and go. But can I got I a problem a, with you going. No. Can I make it a sick no. day? <laughs> you can't no. say it ahead of time. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. no. Can I make it a sick day? Well, you don't have sick I'm days. getting sick right now. <laughs> yeah. Your, your oh. contract has zero sick days. Uh, oh, wow. The, the blog was no problem. Enjoy everywhere. yourself at the... Uh, but I can't go down there without no Ain't money. no problem. Well, that you know, man. well, you got money to go. You just you ain't gonna have none when you come back. <laughs> Damn, he just did you though. He just oh. can't go oh. without any oh, money. No, no, he can go with the money. That ain't got nothing to do with it. it your next check is what's gonna be short. <laughs> okay, you yeah. know what? I'm just curious. How long just been? So, Carla, you going out and asking for your sale? Mm-mm, this ain't the time. Now it's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> Carla Tavin has a different everything. contract. Carla can take off with yeah. pay. She actually read. Oh, she has so to do Steve, to get it cleared. Yeah. Oh, so great boss, I can be off too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I will still get paid, right? While oh, I'm off, 100%. right? 100%. Oh, How the hell Carla okay. still get paid and I down? Because she has surely. a different contract and a different attitude. <laughs> I have a very good, I had a very good attitude. And I asked you so gracefully and I gave you a, a bunch of um, I manage differently <laughs> according to who the person is. Yeah, I ain't uh-huh. got no set rules. You have to manage everyone differently. Yeah, you do. You have to. That's sign of yeah, a good that's manager. Yeah, that's what CEOs uh-huh. and managers do. Yeah. That, yeah, you do. Can't lump everybody I'm going to go to the Super Bowl. I ain't got no damn money. Oh, you got have money too. going. You ain't going to have none when you come back. But I have responsibilities. I have to pay for different things when I come back. I can't just go down there and then. <laughs> well, then, see, you need to think about responsibilities. that. Responsibilities? Well, maybe Why you always do this to me? Why don't you just go to the Super Bowl on Saturday? The game is Sunday. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. What's the worst lie you've told to impress a date? Call us 877-29-STEVE. Let's go. Ooh, All right, we back. Uh, let's go to the phone. Shirley, who you got? Let's go to line four. Talk to Braxton out of Tennessee. Braxton. How's it going? Uh, Braxton. Hey, Braxton. All right, Braxton. Uh, What's the worst lie you ever told while you were dating somebody? Uh, the worst lie I ever told was uh, I told a female that I Harvard Law graduated top of my and um, uh-huh. you graduated so, top of your class. Yeah, Harvard Law. At Harvard Law. Harvard Law. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the hell you yeah. tell that lie for? And Go. since my name was Braxton, I was kind of like a fan of the Jamie Fox went from I told him my name was Braxton P. Harvard. Oh, from uh, yeah, no Fox show. character on the show. Oh, yeah. no, Jamie's show. Okay. And I took her out. Yeah, even changed up. Like the voice I would talk to her was kind of the voice. So I was, I would introduce myself as Money and Braxton. How are you doing? <laughs> and, wow. He dropped it down. <laughs> yeah, I, I changed my whole personality. Yes, I did. Wow. wow. How'd that work out for you? It worked out pretty well about two years. Oh, yeah, that's a good little run. Well, let me ask you something. Shut up, Tommy. Let me ask you something, man. Are you an attorney? No, I'm not. I am. I work for a loan company. But the whole time she thought you was an attorney? 
Yes, she did. From Harvard Law School at the top of his class. <laughs> For two years? <laughs> what kind of law years. did you practice? <laughs> My man. Come on, boy, that's a good one. How like did she find thing. out, Braxton, that you yeah, were lying? I'm pretty proud of him. She found out basically because uh, she followed me to work one day. Yeah, because oh. she knew you. Yeah. You were leaving signs that yeah. you wasn't home. Walk your ass in that bank and got behind that teller window. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't been to no yeah, courthouse, Steve. <laughs> yeah, start yeah, licking your was, fingers, counting them 20s. Yeah, so. Awkward. She that walked up bad. to your window and handed you a deposit slip. <laughs> and looked at you, you know. Your ass threw it back here. Why you at the court? Man, that's a good one, though. I'm pretty proud of you on that one, man. I'm he wrote it man. for two years, though. You can't be yeah. mad at are, that. Are you guys still together, Braxton? No. I didn't no, think so. Didn't. <laughs> she followed him to the job. That's a good one there, man. I was. I told a girl, and I was home, and I told a girl I was rich. What? How, how did I you I told a girl out? I was rich. I told her I was doing a documentary. <laughs> on what? Homeless people. Oh, wow. Do you believe Steve? that? Living in the car. Hell no, she didn't believe it. I just told it to her. I tried something. Oh, oh okay. Mm. All right. She didn't believe it. She asked me a bunch of questions. She was smart, though. She was mm-hmm. fine and smart. Mm-hmm. So let me get this right. So this is just a documentary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Were you nervous, Steve, at that point? Mm-mm. No, I was sitting up there going, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for you. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sharp. You're standing so, in your Shirley, life. So, yeah, Shirley, you like, see, okay, Shirley, I done met you. We had a, we had a club. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. I told you uh, I'm uh, doing a documentary on homeless people, mm-hmm. and I'm actually very wealthy. So what oh. would you ask me? Let well, me show you how I answer. Okay. Well, who's the documentary for? Uh, television. <laughs> well, <laughs> who's producing wow. it? I am self-produced. I'm rich. Oh. I got money. Why? Why Why are you doing this if well, you're Well, you know, I just want to remember where I come from. You know, I started out from humble beginnings, and so... I just wanted to do something that, uh, you know, reminded me of that, that I would have for my children when they come of age, where they would always remember me by. Have you shopped it around? Has anyone uh, expressed interest in airing oh, this? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, oh. that's going to be a... Uh, Who? That's going to be a, a thing called HBO. Come on one day and I was going to... You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got Strawberry Letter. But uh, come on, fool, what you got? I'm finna give you one. Now, you ain't ready for this one. Uh-oh. This right here, black history prank. Yeah, okay, uh, maybe I need to do a uh, disclaimer. You going there? What? Well, to, in case black people get mad at me. They'd call me Nephew Coon. No. Man. <laughs> it don't matter, man. Let them get mad, whatever. But I was Nephew Coon because of you, though. It wasn't even nothing I did. Well, let's well, hear the prank. We'll see. Well, hell. Well, hell you you might have heard yeah. your title. Yeah. Hey, dog, you wasn't Uncle Coon. That's for damn. <laughs> Uncle Coon, Uncle Tom. I was like, boy, I, I ain't finna listen to no more ignorant-ass people in my life. Y'all are no longer invited in my life. If you ignorant, be ignorant Simple. over there by yourself. I love it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach James. James, please. Speaking. Hey James, how you doing? This is um, Chad, and I'm calling from the uh, from the job. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I'm very good, very good. Giving you a call. I'm actually the uh, the regional manager over the over your department. Okay, uh, everything's all right, huh? Because today's Sunday. I just want to make sure I, I'm still coming to work tomorrow. 
Oh, you're definitely, definitely. Nothing like that. You're definitely coming to work. Now, who's your manager over at your office? Is it Brent? Brent. Right. Okay. Well, here's what we're doing, man. We're calling everybody in the company, first of all, today. But more importantly, we're definitely making contact with every African-American in the company. And I'm letting you know that we're paying homage and much respect to Black History Month. Outstanding. That That's something that we want to definitely let you guys know that's important to us. I think that is outstanding. How can I help? Well, listen, we've got some things that, that we want to do for tomorrow, and that's the reason why you're getting a call today. Are you up for helping us, you know, really, really push Black History Month within the company? Chad, I'm a team player. Whatever it takes, let's get it done. Okay, good deal. Good deal. I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We've got a lot of people that we've given a call to, and everybody's going to play different roles tomorrow uh, at the office. So we wanted to give you a call. Do you mind... If you're if you're really the team player that we think you are, and I think you, uh, you you've already made mention that you you don't mind doing what it takes. I don't. You're on the right track. Okay, good deal. Here's what we're asking, man. We would we would like for you tomorrow to actually, if you could find these type of articles tonight, but if you could wear a a burlap shirt, some cut off pants, and no shoes tomorrow, that would really really help whoa, us out whoa, on whoa, the theme that we're trying to get going for tomorrow. Whoa, 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 Chad. I, I think I heard you, but I'm not sure. Can can you please repeat that one more time, please? We want you to wear a, a burlap shirt, some cut-off pants, and, and just don't wear any shoes at all. That's the, that's the attire that we would like for you to come into the office with tomorrow. Really? Yeah, yeah, and we, we, we're going to give it a okay. go, man. Everyone's excited about it, and we would like for you to come in tomorrow. Uh, like I said, we're, yeah, we're gonna... chat, chat. Let me, let me, let me, let me give you. I mean, since we're gonna celebrate Black History, let me give you one fact. The year 1619 was the first African American slave arrived in Virginia. Today is Sunday, 20. Do you think I should do some like that? Are you I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't exactly hear what you said at the beginning. What, did, what did you say? Slavery uh, been over with. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna come into an office. With a, man, you want to lose your mind? What is wrong with you? Why you ask me to put on a baseball suit to come in as Jackie Roberts? Why you ask me to put on a two-piece suit and come in as Eric Holder? What the hell is wrong with y'all? Well, what we want to do here, and I don't want you to get upset about this, James. What we want to do is Look we, at we the like you asking me to do to be a slave. Well, well you know what I will do. But you, I mean, I will come I, up there. I will come up there and, and uh, pretend to be you and Newton on your. That's what I will do and show you some real Black Power Panther movement on your. Would you like that, sir? Sir, what we want? We, listen, we're not here to create problems. What we want to do is we want to we want to pay homage. You to call me with a problem on the Sunday to dress as a slave. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Oh, okay, okay, sir. If we're gonna pay homage to Black History, don't you think that all of that is a part of Black History? Highlight the positive, man. Highlight the positive. You're paying me today to work for you. This ain't no slave-free labor. Exactly. Do you understand that? No, I, don't, I I completely understand it. But what if we don't have where where it started from? How, how, you know, we have to have we have to have all every single uh, area of Black history, don't you think? We have to have the beginning, the middle, and the ending. Okay, well, if you want to highlight something, let me be Frederick Douglass. Let me slick my hat back. But see, the problem you got with him was his father was a white man. See, y'all like looking at our women, but y'all don't like uplifting the black man. So how about I do that? Let me be Frederick Douglass. Let's highlight that part. How about you, Chad? You like black women? Uh, 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 I'm here. Answer the question. 
I, I like all I like all people, sir. I, I, what I'm trying to do is get hey, a, a, a great, great environment within the company, and everyone wants. This is not a great environment. Now, the majority of the of the Caucasian people are going to be masters tomorrow. Okay. What the f did you say, masters? Did you even say masters? Yes, most of them are going to be masters tomorrow. I'll be in there with my attorney to master an EOC lawsuit on your. F How about that? Sir, do you have a problem with us trying to uh, trying to uplift the black community? Do you have a problem with that? Man, f you. You ain't uplifting the thing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm coming in tomorrow as Barack Obama. But see, you don't like that, do you? Yeah, you running around here want to get somebody to come in to be a slave. You be a master. Master this. Master me coming in as a black man like I've been coming in to work and like I'm going to forever come in to work. We are a major pharma company. And you calling me on a Sunday with some like this? Are you out your mind? Sir, sir, what we're trying to do is uplift the black community. That's what we're trying to do. Thing, talking about slavery. Uplift my and kiss my black That's what you do. Sir, I'm trying to, what we're trying to do is pay homage to black history, and here you are being negative about the entire, entire situation of what we're trying to do. Being negative, you right? I'm being like, man, you, I'm coming in as Barack Obama tomorrow, like I said, and I'm going to have my shoes on my feet. Can you uplift that? Sir, there's, there's one more thing I need to say to you, okay? There's one more thing. One more my I'm sorry? You just said all you had to say. What's your name again? Chad, sir. Chad Billingsley. What the hell you got to say, Chad? I, I, all I wanted to say to you is this, sir. Is I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Kevin. Man, I knew this had to be some kind of joke. Y'all playing on a Sunday? Man, I'm going to kick tomorrow. I was worried about my job. I was getting ready to come out tomorrow and whoop some Every white boy I thought looked like a mouse. And don't let me see a brother dressed like a slave. I was going to whoop him too. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio station in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Uh, Surely strawberry. <laughs> subject, he testified he was gay in church. Ooh. All right, now. All right. Good Praise morning. Him. She says good morning to the whole crew. Good morning, Steve, Shirley, Carla, Tommy, Eugene, and Miss Ann. I love you guys. To bring Eugene. Uh, That's yes. I love you guys. Steve, I have read your book, and I have listened to you on your show about dating. I am proud to say that I have followed the 90-day rule when dating a man. As a matter of fact, I've been dating this guy for four months, and there has not been any sexual conduct co contact. Well, I asked this man to attend a church revival service with me at my grandmother's church. My grandmother attends one of these country Holy Ghost speaking in tongues churches that believes in going down on your knees, calling on Jesus until you foam at the mouth. All right. Praise wow. him. Okay. I, I, I must admit the church service was awesome. The spirit was flowing everywhere. Well, the pastor got up and asked if anyone had a fiery testimony, had any fiery testimonies. Well, my man jumped up and said, I do. 
He yelled, I must tell of the goodness of Jesus and just how he has delivered me from homosexuality. (laughs) Right there. He said, yes, I used to be a lover of men, but not anymore. Now I desire a woman, and I am now blessed with a good woman. And he pointed at me, pointed at me. I almost died. I had no idea that this man used to be gay. He never told me about this. My grandmother was sitting over there in the mother's board corner and saying, Lord, have mercy. What is this child and got herself in? I can't even, ima- I can't even mention in this letter what my uncle and brother said. I can And my daddy, who is the preacher, just looked at me and said, I am glad your mother is dead so she could not see this. What should I do? We have not had any sex, and I don't think we will. Uh, Okay, honestly, my initial response to this woman was, I don't know what to tell you. I I have no idea what to tell this woman because this is such a personal situation. Uh, I think it all depends on you and what you want. I mean, you're in church. You know you're a believer. You know that God can deliver you from anything. Uh, You know that. If you truly believe that this man has been delivered and you want to make it work, this is sincerely, seriously up to you. It, It just doesn't sound like in the letter that you want it to work. Uh, you you say you haven't been intimate with the man and you don't think you will. Uh, you didn't even know of his former life and you've been dating him for four months. What did you guys talk about for those four months? Uh, but anyway, he's free now, he says, because of his testimony. And now you have to deal with your feelings. Um, and just be true to you, whatever decision you make. Hey, boy. Steve? <laughs> make yeah, me... I, uh, Proud. No idea what you to tell me? her. Yeah, Make me proud, though. Yeah, yeah I go. go. I love that. You know I love that. Uh, Let's go, Steve. First of all, when you write these letters and your opening line is good morning, Steve, mm-hmm. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that you want to hear what I got to say <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> on this subject. Uh-huh. Shirley might not know what to say. Mm-hmm, I, well, mm-hmm. hell, I might not know either, but <laughs> I'm going to say something anyway. <laughs> now you're going to say something. I ain't right about everything. But I'm right about something. Okay. Okay, okay. And this is just my opinion. You've been dating this man. You followed the 90-day rule. That's good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. You held out. You mm-hmm. four months, you ain't had sex. So you could get to know the man. Yeah. I tell women all the time. Yeah. Wait so you can get to know about. Now, this four months gave you some time to learn some very, very important information. <laughs> More than 90 days. You invite the man to your grandmama's church. This is where it got good. Whoa. The church revival service would go to one of them down-home country Holy Ghost Field mm-hmm. Church, where she said in her words, one of those country Holy Ghost speaking in tongue churches that believes in going down on your knees mm-hmm. and calling on Jesus till you foam at the mouth. I've been there. Wow. All up in here. <laughs> I've been there. Trying to get you. No, Jesus. 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 Got that. Now, she must. She admitted that the church service was good. Uh huh. She said well, it was awesome. Church service about to get a little bit better. Because <laughs> mm. your daddy who is the pastor, yes. said, does anybody have a fiery testimony? Well, look at him. Pick <laughs> him all the fire you need because <laughs> somebody got a Roman candle blowing out their behind. <laughs> they so fiery. I got some information wow. for you. I got one. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> pick me. Yes, you, sir. 
I wanted to tell everybody. I must tell her the goodness of my Lord and Savior. Because Lord have mercy, how he delivered me from homosexuality. A hush, hush. fell over <laughs> Jerusalem. There was no more praising. Because even at church, it's some things you really don't need to holler out loud. Come on. Keep it between you and your God. Anybody, somebody, he said, does anybody have a fiery testimony? He didn't say no revelation. He didn't ask nobody you want to come out the closet. Right, right. He didn't ask nobody if you want to upset the congregation. He didn't say if you want to flip somebody's world upside down. He just said that anybody have a fiery yeah. testimony. Right. He could have stood up and comfortably said, I've been changed as a man and yeah. I'm better now. Yeah. Ain't nobody had to know All of that, that you was a full-blown Lover of me okay. with this girl sitting right here. You scared me. You done came yeah. up in here and just jumped out and ran you. I'm a lover, of women, but not anymore. <laughs> them breaks. It's them breaks. Steve. <laughs> That's the emergency now, break. The girl sitting here, she feeling violated. Is that what you do when you violate? Lord, what is he talking about? <laughs> now, know that, though. she said, Yeah. Now I desire a woman, and I'm blessed with a good woman, and he pointed at me. Mm -hmm. I almost died. <laughs> yes. yeah. Hell, I would have died. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have just asked the Lord to carry me home now. <laughs> or what you could have did was you could have got him just slapped him. <laughs> in church? That would have been good. <laughs> well, he gave you know, his testimony in church. So. I mean, your daddy yeah. did ask for a fiery uh -huh. testimony. <laughs> your testimony could have been, I ain't your well, damn woman. <laughs> Then it would, everybody would have had something to say. Oh, <laughs> All, right. Walk out. All right. Uh, <laughs> after the break, um, at 18 after the hour, we'll have part two of Steve's response to today's Strawberry Letter. Woo. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> this ignorant <Amen>. mess continues, <laughs> as is no fault of mine. <laughs> All right, come on, Steve. He testified he was gay okay. in church. Well, here's the real deal, though. The lady who was sitting there when Precious jumped up Precious. Not Precious. and made this announcement. <laughs> Not a longer Precious. She should have turned the whole thing. What do you mean? Wait, what? Flipped it. See, huh. I'm, like, for example, her, for example, her grandmama. Uh -huh. Sitting over there talking about, Lord, have mercy. Mm -hmm. What this child had got herself in. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Spin on your grandmama. What? Like, got myself in nothing. Oh, to your grandmama? I ain't in nothing. <laughs> you hollering at your grandma? Your old ass talking about. <laughs> wait, wait. You to your grandmother? Hey, what you ain't finna do is put this on me. <laughs> I did not oh, jump okay. up and say nothing crazy. <laughs> I'm saying he pointed at me talking about, but I love this woman now. Not, not turn it. Oh, spin it. To what? Uh, you know, daddy yeah. come to me. I'm glad your mama did. Don't drag my mama in <laughs> this. Just yeah. go off. If you was more of a daddy, <laughs> this would have never happened. But then you got to keep the spin going. Act like that ain't what he said. That's okay, the relative. Well, you know, when, that, when, well, when the guy say? jumped up and said, look, I must tell. <laughs> there you go. Of the goodness yeah. of my Lord. <laughs> And what he's done for me and how he has delivered me from homosexuality. When he that. said that, you, you should have just that. started thinking. Let me how I've got to play the 
I used to be a lover of men, but not even more. Just, oh, that ain't what he said. He said me. What did he, he say? He said he loved menthol. Cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> like, he loved menthol. What, like? He loved people that are from Michigan. <laughs> he loved, he loved. He loved melodies and music. <laughs> you know, just pull it out. He loved McDonald's, Mickey D's. That's, That's what, he, what he loved. He loved mint cookies. Girls got, you know, girls, girls got to make good cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just cookies turning this good. all the way and around. Just turn really it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you ain't got to sit up here and deal with nothing because little, little, little Bo Peep want to just pop uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. And the, your daddy asked for a fiery testimony. Yeah. yeah. He got it. He did not say that anyone here want to come out. No, he, anybody will anybody here want to play pop gold the weed? Anybody asked you that? All he asked you was, did anybody have a fiery testimony? That's what he said. Now Tinker then jumped up. Tinker, Tinker. That's what you call him. As in Bell, Bell? Tinker Bell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably had like- some leggings on. <laughs> well, you know, if you if you a man and you jump on, you testify and you got on leggings. Uh-huh. Wow. That's probably a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> if you have anything hey, tied on you that's in a bow or not, that's another giveaway. Steve. If when Steve. you testify, your palms careful. is open. Careful. Yes. Careful. Run back and forth. Uh-uh. If you place your hand on your chest you know while careful. I'm talking. You know what? I'm just giving you some clues Stop. that would have let you know okay. that this, this announcement he pull couldn't up, make. Is pull a, up. I must really listen to me. Today's letter is posted on SteveHarvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at MyGirlShirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here. She's going to have our latest news. And uh, we know the president did something, so she's going to tell us all about it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I, uh, Miss Ann is uh, standing by with the news. Oh, my goodness. Okay, did you guys hear about this? Um... Uh, <laughs> A man's love of animals and a bargain cost him his life. Wow. A man identified only by his last name, Zhang, is believed to have been killed by a tiger after he climbed into the tiger's enclosure at a resort on, um, what is this, Dongian Lake? Dongquan yeah, Lake? in China. Dongquan Lake uh, uh-huh. in China to avoid uh-huh. paying the entrance fee. So he didn't want to pay. He admitted he didn't want to pay to get in. So he climbed in the tiger's cage. Uh, Zhang's wife, two children, and friends. Hold all... wait. Say what now? Okay. He did what with the tiger? Oh, okay. He didn't want to pay to get in to the park. Into the resort. Mm-hmm, to the resort park. So he climbed into the tiger cage at the resort. Mm-hmm. On the lake, because he didn't want to pay the entrance fee. His wife, his two children, it. his friend's wife, they all bought tickets while he and his friend hopped a fence and landed too close to a group of tigers. <laughs> this is craziness right <laughs> here. And then what happened? His friend stayed back and was unharmed. Zhang, on the other hand, was taken to the hospital and later died of his injuries. That's not funny, but come on. Oh, my goodness. Damn, Zhang. How much you could stupid. the of interest fee have been? You shouldn't have been that much. No. You shouldn't have been that much. He died? Yeah, he died. Oh he jumped God. in this damn cage with this tiger. You a fool. Oh you you way God. past ignorant. But where is your resort at that we ain't going to ever go to? I think this is in, in China, China, this area. I think so. What made you Dunkin, climb? See, first Dunkin of all, Lake, you don't have the money to get into the park. We're not going to the park today. Right. Mm-mm. I got to be. How about just dive over the turnstile? 
That's you know the little gate. <laughs> yeah. Just run and dive over that dog. But you see, it says his friend stayed back and was unharmed. His friend got up there and was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." <laughs> Tigers do. You're on your own, player. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to sandals. But hold on, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run over here. He ain't gonna hear me. Right. Or that's smell what it was. Me that's what or, it was. Yeah. Tell you right now, I don't care who you are. If you jump your ass in this lion cage, ain't my fault you're Chinese. If a black dude jump in the cage, what I'm supposed to not note that a black dude jumped in the cage? No, we're going to do him. Trust me, we're going to do If him. a white dude jump in the cage, I must let you know this. Because this affects the story. <laughs> <laughs> He know the jewels. He drops some jewels. All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, Miss Ann will be here with our national news and headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here. The lovely Miss Ann Tripp. And thank you. It's uh, right now. Good morning. This is Andrew with the news. Good morning, Steve and company. Good morning. Good morning. The lovely show. All of those folks. President Trump, in line with his promise to the people who voted for him three months ago, has nominated Neil Gorsuch. He's a straight down the line conservative federal appeals court judge to sit on the Supreme Court. And the significance of the nomination is not lost on our new president. After the defense of our nation. The most important decision a president of the United States can make is the appointment of a Supreme Court justice. Depending on their age, a justice can be active for 50 years and his or her decisions can last a century or more and can often be permanent. Judge Gorsuch has outstanding legal skills, a brilliant mind, tremendous discipline, and has earned bipartisan support. Well, of course, that may not be the case now, since the Republicans refused to even talk to President Obama's choice for the high court for 11 months. And now the GOP is going to need eight Democratic votes to okay any nominee. In Britain, tens of thousands of people... Mm. Tens of thousands of people have signed a petition protesting the President Trump's upcoming state visit over there. Prime Minister Theresa May invited the new president when she was in Washington last Friday. And finally, happy, happy, happy Pharrell Williams. Truly a happy, happy man. That's because the singer and his wife, Helen, have just welcomed triplets. Well, actually, took place in January. Yeah, triplets, three, count them, one, two, three. Anyway, his rep says that Pharrell, Helen, and Rocket Williams have welcomed triplets, the family happy and healthy. No details on the sex of the names yet but they're going to be rich so <laughs> now back to steve harvey morning show <laughs> all right when we come back from the break at 48 after the hour we will be going to the phones 877-29-STEVE 877-29-STEVE what's the worst lie you've told to impress a date you're listening to the steve harvey morning show All right, coming up next, we're going to the phones. Again, what's the worst lie you've told to impress a date? Call us, 877-29-STEVE. Oh, so many. Ooh, we've heard so, <laughs> so many lies. I've told some lies. I've told man, I done lied to Well, did you, have you ever tried the truth? I mean, does that, what, what, mm-hmm. does that not work for you? Or? It don't work for me. I don't never feel like it's got enough on it. Yeah, you it hear him? Be. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's unheard of. Who, who yeah. does that? <laughs> well, what option is that? Yeah. The truth? Yeah, the, the truth. truth. No. That'll get you in trouble. You've never told the truth. Hi, I'm Tommy. Oh, yeah, I tell the truth Hi, a lot. Hi, I'm Steve. But once it looks like it ain't going to go my way, though. Oh, <laughs> then that's when you, you start piling it, it on. <laughs> All right, we back. Uh, let's go to the phone. Shirley, who you got? 
Let's go to line two and talk to Terry out of Florida. <laughs> Who is it? This Terry? Yeah, this is Terry. Hey, Steve, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm just in here just trying to, you know, trying to get on back in the groove, get this show back on track, you know. Exactly, man. Hey, you done an excellent job at the uh, the Miss Universe, man. You, hey, oh. thumbs, thumbs up to you, man. But whoever put them Mr. Magoo glasses on you, I want you to slap them, all right? <laughs> no, man. Yeah, no, no, that was good. See, I wrote that joke. I, 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 I arranged that. That's what I wanted, you know. See, everybody yeah. out there thinking they got good jokes. Now, I write my own damn jokes, Ted. Oh, I don't need no man. help. Yeah, man, I'm just glad to be back. So let me ask you this, Ted. What's the worst lie you ever told while you were dating somebody? All right, here we go. Uh-oh. See, <laughs> I look a little younger than my actual age. So I ran across this college girl and got out on a date with her. And she, you know, she had some good stories. So I told her, my cousin is none other than Steve Harvey. <laughs> sell it, baby. Sell it. Do it, Terry. Hey, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had, a, I had a picture of nephew Tommy in the background from years ago when I met him in Jordan Sparks and um, overseas, right? Overseas. Wow. Oh, okay. yeah, so, so she believed my story, right? So I dated uh. this girl, Steve, for a couple of months. Told her I believe in the 90 day rule, all of that. You know, we say anything to get in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Boy, Terry. Look, hey, look, it, it made an ugly turn on the Steve. She, uh-uh. she, she got pregnant and was and was trying to welcome herself to the family. What? And couldn't wait, and couldn't wait to meet you. <laughs> and didn't see man. me or him. Dog. And couldn't uh. wait to meet me, man. Yeah, Steve, you talking about sweat. Nah, <laughs> look. This thing had spun out of control. God, yeah. was looking, God was looking out for me, and unfortunately, we lost the baby. Oh, I don't want to oh. say thank God because that's a bad thing, but whoo, right. I did make it out of that one, and I made sure with it that we would never get pregnant again because I would have had to introduce her to Mr. Harvey for real. <laughs> And dog, I'd have sat there like I ain't know who you oh, was. I already know. Go I'd have been going. Dog, what? I already knew what was coming. Man. <laughs> wow. Right, he said, wow. I already knew what was coming. But she bought it, though. Wow. That was a good one, though. Uh-huh. I can't I, I wait sold, to meet the family. Surely I sold it because I had pictures. You know, you show a person oh, yeah. pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. I'm hooked up with Jordan Sparks. Nephew Tommy in the background, and uh, Robert Ory was there with him. Oh, yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh-huh. so, so she believed it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Thinking, oh, yeah, he, he's down with the stars. Uh-huh. Oh, my first U.S. <laughs> You're wrong for that, Terry, but it was good. Damn, yeah, I like that with Terry. Well, but, but then he said, uh, but then, uh, you know, man, and then God just got me out of it. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, this ain't going. No, right uh-uh. it took no. a turn. Mm. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Quit telling people we can. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tell the truth, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I like it. Ain't, ain't nothing like a good lie. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Line three, Billy out of uh, Arkansas. Billy, hey, I ain't, hey. I ain't. What's going on with you? 
Well, I'm just sitting here in the parking lot uh, trying to come up with another lie, I guess. I mean, listening to those guys, I don't know if I got anything that will top that. Well, Billy, look, you ain't got to top it. Just tell yarn the way it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's just an an ongoing lie. It it was kind of... you know, I a continuation a really lie. I like these hits. Continuation well, lie. Well, I can't, Go I can't ahead. keep up with it anymore, though, Steve. That's Why? What happened? Okay. Well, um, I uh, was uh, worked in finance, so I made a lot of money. And, you know, I kind of fibbed. And, you know, this lady caught my eye. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, we're married now, but I, I think she's tired of all the lies. So uh, I'm just trying to get my reputation back. But I've told so many lies that uh, it's it hard get for her back. to uh, know when I'm lying and when I'm not. And so and let I, me ask you this, Billy: the money ain't ain't as much as you said it was. No, it was, but it's not now. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, because you was burning that candle on both ends when you made that money. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know what happened. See, when you first get it, you can't believe you got it. And the only way that, to let people know you got it, you got to show it off. You got to buy stuff, spend stuff. So you done spend yep. it. So now she ain't living the high life right now she thought she was. Correct. Yep. Yep. And I and that was that was false on my on my mm-hmm. side. But you know, I thought I could uh, cover up my lies with right. making more money. And now that I'm not, you know, it's. Right. Uh, it's kind of one of those things where I'm very, you know. Well, you got to that We, we like to joke and, and, and talk and, and stuff, but I mean, this is a serious note for me because I'm sorry for what I did. And mm. um, I really, really want to. Uh, and I look up to you, and my wife loves you, and, and uh, it, it's, it, it means a lot to me to be able to talk to you about it. But well, I, can I, I tell you like, something? Can I tell you something? Well, the best way to rebuild the trust is with truth. That's the only way. You go in there, you lay it on the line. This is what I did. I loved you so much, I was trying to impress you. I took it too far, you know, but I did it because I just wanted to impress you. You're the most beautiful thing and wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. And I just didn't want you to get away, and I, I, I lied. I just, I just lied. But know that I love you, and I love you more than any amount of money I can make. And if you just stay with me and trust me again, I'm gonna build our life together all over. It'll be me and you, and we, we can build it together. And I think that's the best way to do it. Most women would respect that. Might not like it, but most women will respect that. And then just go from there, Billy, and just, you know, no more hey, rebuild and start over. But don't keep beating yourself up over the lie because now you can't move forward. Come on, Billy, man. Pick it up, man. Go in there and tell her the whole story. Ask God for forgiveness. Get on up moving on. What you did to be something come successful before, you do the same thing. Principles of success don't change because you made a mistake. It ain't got nothing to do with it. I done messed up plenty of times. You ever been on social social media? Yeah. That's how I they, found out about this phone call here today. What's yeah. the lie? And, and I, don't, I didn't have a biggest lie. It's just all been a lie. So Yeah, well, you know, well, straighten it all out. Start telling the truth. I'm all over social media. They can't stand my ass over there. Don't worry about that, man. You told a lot of lies. And, man, you know how many people told a lot of lies? God in the forgiving business. 
Tell your wife that you want to come clean. You want a, you want a new start. Now, it's going to take some crawling. You're going to have to get on your stomach with her. But just tell her you want to start over fresh. You a new man. You can fix it. You want to be honest with her. Most women, they'll be a little mad, but they'll be appreciative, too. Mm-hmm. Come on, Billy. Hang in there, man. He's going to be more than a little mad. Oh, she mad, <laughs> More than a little mad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I hope he gets Heavy it together. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> An all-new Showtime at the Apollo TV special hosted by our very own Steve Harvey airs Big tonight. Dog. I've been seeing yeah. the promos for this. It looks good. The lineup includes Steve Shaka Khan. Mike Epps, T.I., and of course, viewers will be treated to the iconic amateur night of performances from up-and-coming artists who may or may not get booed off the stage. The clips they showed in the promos, (laughs) they were standing up, (laughs) making those motions, get off, get off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, The new Showtime at the Apollo special tonight on Fox at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Uh, Steve, take a listen to Mike Epps behind the scene uh, in an interview of watching you on Showtime at the Apollo. I remember um, seeing Steve Harvey on this show, you know, and um, at the time I was incarcerated, but I used to watch it late at night, Showtime at the Apollo, and we'd be watching Steve Harvey and it felt like we wasn't even in there sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all was believing that story when y'all had y'all going. <laughs> 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 that was so good. That was good. <laughs> I like you that. me, boy. <laughs> Love me some Mike Evans. I know. He's funny. <laughs> and it felt like we wasn't even in there. I know. <laughs> but the music and everything, it sounded real. <laughs> Very convincing. I know. <laughs> yeah, that okay. Apollo man. It's y'all gonna see something this time. This boy uh, that I think is gonna be great. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Samulus. Oh, Samulus will the be singing. Yeah. Oh, you singer. mentioned this him last time, and we boy, didn't see him. You yeah. listen to me, man. Really? Oh, this boy right here wasn't playing. Is he the total package? Shirley, what that mean? You know what that means to see the television. I just said he could sing. What you you, you trying to you trying to get me in trouble or something? Uh, no. <laughs> Why? It sounds that... like a setup. No, is you that a hard question? Enough trouble. Carla yeah. just said we didn't. Carla just said we didn't see it. So we were just saying, is he the total package? Can he sing? No, you he know. can sing. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to leave it right there. Okay. Get me in no damn trouble. We'll be watching. Like we'll be setup. watching. Why would I set you up? You're so tight. Right? Yeah, you yeah. tight. You tense. Yeah, yeah, you tight. Tight. lashing oh, out at your tense. team. <laughs> what that means, Shirley? Because you ain't been through what I've been through. <laughs> You don't, we don't, don't know your stripes. Yeah, I got to be going to the president for their ass. And they shouldn't have been there mad at me. I'll be oh, down. Better don't you, go up there no more. Better don't go up there no damn more. And you know what the total package means because you've said it yourself before about someone. So The you boy know. can sing. Okay. Flat really? out. Okay. Cool. Cash we'll be watching. Money. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the interview was funny as hell. I don't know if they're going to leave it in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Shaka still got it. Oh, Ooh, Lord, yes, that girl. <laughs> Shotgun. I'd like to see a movie about her. Because, see, at the story. Apollo, yeah. that's yeah. when you go in there. Did they do the Whitney Houston story? 
Yeah, they did it. They, they did, did Whitney. Yeah. They did Whitney and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, they, that ain't going good. But it was kind of low budget, kind of. You know, they it didn't seem like they put the backing behind it that they could have um, to get yeah. everyone as far as promotion and all I of that. I tell you, man, that boy that did James Brown, he laid it out, man. Oh, my goodness. I like oh. that boy laid that thing out, man. He could that boy act. was acting. Same guy mm-hmm. who did. Um, uh, 42, the Jackie Robinson story. Mm-hmm. His name mm-hmm. escapes Chad me right Wick now. Ch- yeah, Chadwick Boseman. That's yeah. what mm-hmm. that was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can really act. He, he's a great actor. He really I ain't recognize him without the hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he had good. the voice, the moves, everything. everything. <laughs> <I think laughs> he was Whitney the total Houston package, story. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, total package. Now you got it. I think the Whitney Houston story can be done on a big screen. I yeah, I do too. Do, she was do that again and do it on the big screen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they had the finances or something because they yeah they could do it right. Yeah, they could yes. have done that. She was a major worldwide superstar icon. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the voice. I know. I saw this little Michael Jackson thing they're doing. They need to quit running that. What is oh, that they, about? They Steve, I saw that too. It's oh, a white guy man. playing it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you seen the picture Joseph, of the dude? Uh, ben? Hey, ain't even close. Josephine. They could get that Josephine. dude in Vegas right now. Sound just like oh, yeah. Michael. It, it's Talking and everything. It's supposedly a trip between Michael, Elizabeth Taylor, and Marlon Brando that they took right after uh, a road trip that they took right after 9 11. That's what the movie's that. about. That, yeah. Ain't nobody finna watch that. I know. They pulled it, I think. <laughs> they pulled it. Because they had so oh, many they complaints. They had so oh, many complaints. Oh, because the kids yeah. was complaining yeah. about it. Uh-huh. Michael's kids. Yeah. You know, they're some bright kids, mm-hmm. man. Wow. Mm-hmm. I saw Paris uh, Jackson. I think she was on Rolling Stones or an article. Yeah, on the cover. She was on the cover. Yeah. Oh, she was yeah. on the cover. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was yeah. on the cover of Rolling Stones. All right, can I tell what? y'all one of the great things that's happened to me? What? Yeah. Tommy. Come on. Your boy is going to be on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. Yes, sir. That, <laughs> that should have been on my bucket list. <laughs> no, dog, that's been on my bucket list for years. When I lived in L.A. in 2005, I was trying to get on there. And and what's, what's the significance of that for you, Steve? I know it's a big magazine, but because you smoke I cigars. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. Cigar Guy. Uh-huh. It's really it's the it's full wrong. package, sure. I mean, oh, yeah. It's total, you know, Tommy. It'll total. do nothing for my career. It's just something I've always you. wanted. Something you wanted you know, to do. Uh-huh. I mean, that that for me, mm-hmm. that, that'll That's really. That's up there. That's up there. Up there with Jet back in the day. How you felt Man, about being on the cover, cover of Jet? Of Jet. Uh-huh. <laughs> on that cocktail table. Man, my mama, didn't even, my mama didn't even know nothing about my career till I got on that cover of Jet. She bought about 15 of them. Now you talking. And spread them out like Uh-oh. a fan on the coffee table, but you weren't yes. allowed to touch them, though. Yes. Now, you couldn't, like, pick up one and read it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Them, them for show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My baby had them fanned out on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dog, all I had done didn't mean nothing to her till I got on jet. That's right. Yes, sir. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's go to line five and talk to Rose out of Pennsylvania. Rose. Uh-huh. Rose? Rose? Hello. <laughs> How fresh can you be, Rose? Hi, Rose. Oh, I talked to you about a month ago. You the the one called me a sellout? 
Is this no, a... I would oh, never okay. call you a sellout. Okay, I talked to somebody with accident. Well, hi, Rose. How you doing? I'm good. I'm just going to tell you that I'm a part-time cougar and I'm a player. Mm. Oh, you a cougar and a player. And I'm going to keep it clean. Okay, Please, well, let me Rose. ask you this first. How old of a cougar are you? 60. 60. Okay, now go ahead. Let's hear this here, Rose. Well, I got one... 50, I got 160, and I got 140. You got a man 50, 60, and 40? Yeah, I got three. Okay. What what do the 60-year-old do for you that you really like? Well, he may, well see, I don't want to talk dirty. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, just try to keep it clean then, Miss Rose. Yes. Unless yes. you could say stuff like he makes me feel good or something like that. Well, he makes me feel good. The 60-year-old. Yes. Yeah, see, I'm 60. That's because we have know-how. Yeah. That's called experience. I know. I and love it. Go, yes, he doing things. He in there. He, yeah. got it. he got it working on all cylinders. He yes. know what to do, when to do it, how much to do. Yeah. yeah. making me sick to my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 50. It's your old ass. Yeah. Finna... Yeah. So let me ask you about this 50-year-old you got. What, 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 what are you seeing the 50-year-old for? Well, he takes me out, and he buys mm-hmm. me stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, he takes you out. He got a little more energy. than the six-year-old, he don't want to go no damn well. No. See, I don't want to go no damn well. Why I'm at the house. Well, you know, because you got to put them together, because all men ain't everything. Oh, okay. So I've recommended this to women in jokes before. You got to yeah. get three different men and put them together like to come up with one good man. Yeah, I so, know. Yeah, so what? So what? The 40-year-old good for? Well, he's good for that I can teach him. Oh, you got somebody mm-hmm. you can show out in front of. Yes. You must be oh, beautiful, see, Rose. Yeah, see, you, he learning. He yes. a student. So, so, you get, so you got your ego taken care of. So you showing him what to do, and he eager because yes. he want to learn, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Then the 50-year-old, he still got energy. He take you places. He take you out. He got money. See, because now he trying to show out. See, you showing out in front of the 40-year-old. The 50-year-old, he trying to show out. So he he take, he ain't got a lot of money. He just take her out and everything. Well, she said he buys her things. Yeah, well, he got money. That's cool. You should have money at 50. Mm-hmm. Now, 60-year-old, he just up in there frying bacon. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you want. You want extra crispy? How you need <laughs> Yes. What you want? You want just told you just want to curl up on the ends? How you want this here? Yeah. You want me to leave a little raw in the middle? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I'm just we just talking about bacon now. I see, I just know yeah, I'm just I know. trying to. No. Yeah. See, we just talking about bacon. See, me and Miss Rose on the same page. Find out who what celebrity she looks like. Sweetie. So, Miss Rose, if you had to look like a celebrity, what celebrity would you closest resemble? Uh. One of the baby. Kardashians, Kardashians, but older, yeah, the mother. Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner. Oh, that's she's beautiful. beautiful. Oh yeah, you look like Chris Jenner. Yeah, she is. I like Chris Jenner. Cool people, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, she's she's really is. Super cool people, man. Yeah. Well, I look younger than I. Yeah, I don't look sixty. Oh okay. No. Yeah, but you say the mama, not Kim, though. Yeah. The mother, yes. Yeah, mother. Finna be Kim not Caitlyn. 
Shut up. What's wrong with uh, you? The <laughs> other mother. I'm just saying. Don't you laugh. They got two mamas. I'm just asking. No, they don't. They have one mother. They got Chris and Caitlyn. Now, what did you do? Where I'm lying at, Carl? Kim Kardashian's father is deceased, and Kris Jenner is her the, mother. The step-mama daddy is Caitlyn. She said, Rose said she looked like Kris Jenner. Is everyone clear? Is everyone Just, clear? Hey. Yes. Chris or Caitlyn. Steve Harvey, get up off the floor. Off the floor. He makes me ill. <laughs> no. Rose, you always call up in here starting stuff, starting girl. Stuff. I know. <laughs> Tommy is stupid, Rose. What's what? The mama? <laughs> she said, "Chris." Well, Rose, we love hearing oh. from you. Thank you for calling, Rose. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Rose. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up from the break, we got back-to-back jams. We'll be back at 34 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after the hour, let's get to these back-to-back jams. Let's go cut. All right, y'all, we come back. Just time for one more thing. We'll tell you about that after the break at 48 after the hour, so don't go away. Okay. Tell them all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, we got time for just one more thing. We'll figure out what that is in a minute. Uh, All right, here we go. Just one more thing, Steve. Now, while football fans anxiously await Sunday's Super Bowl showdown between the Falcons and the Patriots, it seems plenty more people are keeping their eyes on a groundhog in Pennsylvania. You know what that means. Tomorrow is Groundhog Day. This is according to Trivago. It's more expensive to get a room in Punxsutawney for Groundhog Day on tomorrow, Thursday. People fly down there for that? Up there. Yeah. Up there for that? Yes. It's more expensive. For this squirrel-looking thing? But, but li- Black people don't. Huh? Listen, listen to this, though. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Listen to this. It's more expensive to get a room in Pennsylvania in Punxsutawney for Groundhog Day than it in Houston for the Super Bowl. <laughs> you got to be kidding, kidding me. girl. Stop. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> they got room- them rates jacked up down there. Yeah, a room in time to watch Punxsutawney Phil decide whether we're heading towards spring or staying in winter will cost you $450. A room in Houston, that'll run you about $340. Okay? Oh, a squirrel? Yeah. Groundhog. I'm Same telling thing. you, when I was little growing up in Chicago, this day, Groundhog Day, was one of the most important days of my life. <laughs> so tomorrow is Groundhog Day the second, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Do they eat the hog after the day over? Oh, <laughs> no! It's a hog, ain't it? There's some ribs in there, ain't it? Oh, Tommy, no. Mm. Now Tommy, the, Tommy, the prices no. dropped yeah, by $300 the day after Groundhog Day. Yeah. For the rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they $340. They're $450 I mean, I mean, right they're now. Mm-hmm. They're just $150 after 100, that. Yeah, that's crazy, right? For a groundhog. 
Because it's it's a thing. If he sees its shadow, you get six more weeks of winter. And if he doesn't, then spring will come early, something like that. So we depended a lot on that because it was so cold in Chicago and snow and all of that. It's crazy up here. It's uh-huh. crazy. It was so cold. Yeah. I mean, this imagine crazy. growing up. <laughs> you yeah, leave the Philippines. Up. I flew to Hawaii, then to Chicago. Mm-hmm. You do the math on that. Yeah. Fur mm-hmm. coat, so why shorts. Why they don't use a skunk or something instead of a skunk? Really? Because then they won't be able to sell no room. Yes, skunk could spray people. Yes, what? the odor, the smell. Nobody uses a skunk. He's so stupid. <laughs> he really is. Well, he's I really to get you thought you with. thought you had gone to the Philippines and things were going to change when you got back? <laughs> Just a few days that you yes. were out. I'm over in the Philippines. I ain't got on nothing. Yeah, shorts, and <laughs> you come back here. <laughs> Where is Philippines at? I've never been there. How far is it? Oh, it's for the Philippines. It's Manila. I need a nap. He's mm. draining me. No, no, no. See, he don't drain me no more. You really? What uh-uh. happened? No, I'm ready. I got you tune it. him out? Is that what it is? Oh, hell yeah. I learned oh, okay. how to play it long. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> oh, Same dumbass boy used to ride his bike to the store and come back home without it. Shut up. Shut well, what, up. Where was the bike? Shut what do you up. Mean, Down at Steve? the store on the kickstand. He forgot. He forgot the bike? You you know how dumb you got to be? To get God, off your I, bike, put the kickstand down. I had a lot on my mind. I and then come out the store and walk home. <laughs> and then we sitting up there looking at his dumb ass coming up the street eating ice cream. Where is your bike, boy? Huh? Your bike. Mm-hmm. So... Come on. Ow. Now he's trying to run back to the store. Now we all what got to I go see? down there with him because we think somebody in the store is biking. He don't want to tell us. I said, this boy's so stupid. <laughs> Just stupid. Got off his bike one time, mm-hmm. locked Come it on. at the playground. Uh-huh. Rode up to the playground, locked his bike, walked home for lunch. Couldn't remember where he left the bike. Oh, come on. My daddy found the bike that night while he was circling the neighborhood, locked up on the pole at the playground. <laughs> These are just just basic what? mistakes kids make growing up. That's all it is. I don't want to discuss that. I'm grown now. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave here and go to Positonic tomorrow and watch this damn Positonic. <laughs> you the same one. Since uh-huh. we talking about grown now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. About that old ass Maserati when I told you. Oh, Tommy, yeah, don't did. buy a Maserati did, in Tommy. Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. He, he had to bring club up the town. owner. I it <laughs> club God, owner told him mm-hmm. I got a used Maserati. He picked Tommy up at the airport in it. So Tommy bought it. <laughs> I did. I did. That's the car he bought. He bought a car from a club owner because he picked him up in it at the airport. Wow. And you, you know how little your luggage got to be to get in the truck of a Maserati? Uh, well, that's okay for Tommy. Uh, I bought it. Okay. Oh, well. As we leave, tell everybody what you always say. Have a great weekend. <laughs> On this Wednesday. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 